With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's right. That's why right. Fat giving praise on this morning. Give praise on this morning. How many know that heaven is reparation day? But because we acknowledge him on the day, we ought to give him a little praise on this morning. And some of you might have woke up with a little sickness in your body on this morning. And that's enough to let the Lord know that I appreciate the sickness in my body. And they used to say, but folks, I don't understand why they can't get God to praise. I'm going to help wake you up with one more. And I wish somebody so much. Yes,
may have missed a blessing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying. You can say, your heart was leading you through the door, not to a church. But praise the Lord, praise the girl, let us go. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. But I've been redeemed, so have you. And we were purchased with the ultimate price. And that ultimate price was the son laying it down for all of us. And I don't want us to get it sideways or misunderstood. Let us walk through this scripture. And I promise you, I'm going to let you go. Because when we understand what Jesus did, it will make you appreciate everything that he has for us. He said, but he was wounded for our transgression. See, when a bunch of eyes get together, we turn into ours. Hello, somebody. Somebody said, Jesus made it personal. And because Jesus made it personal, he did it just as much for you as he did for me. Now, where man has gotten twisted is that we like to measure degrees of sin. When God has said all unrighteousness is sin. So you might not be a murderer, but God looks at a murderer just like he looks at a liar. Right. Hello, somebody. He looks at a liar just as he looks at a thief. He looks at a thief and he looks at a whoremonger. All unrighteous. See, people think they can hide in the corner. Oh, for you to sing, come out that corner. Can't hide. God told me to tell you that you can't hide. So it matters not how minute your sin is or how great your sin is. What lines us up together is that Jesus died for all of us. And because he died for all of us, the song becomes personal. Just for me. Just for me. Jesus came and did it just for me. And you might be taught as a skunk right now. But Jesus came and did it just for you. You may be high as a kite right now. But Jesus came and did it just for you. You may have been with somebody else's. Hello, somebody. But Jesus came and did it just for you. See, what we need to understand is that it was only one that could fix it. Man thought he had a plan, and he called it religion. If you do this, you'll get better. But Jesus came and he said, no man come to the Father except through me. So whether you Baptist, Pentecostal, Presbyterian, Catholic, it goes to the man named Jesus. Yeah. Some of you may want to get technical and say, well, Jesus, what do you mean? Well, you want to call him Yahshua. It's still the same person. Because if you call me Miguel or Michael, I'll tell what language you call me in this field. Hello, somebody. So don't get caught up in the titles. Don't get caught up in the little stuff. 
See, it's the little stuff that messes you up for big things. And it's the big things that position you, the little things that position you for greater things. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So if he was wounded for our transgression, for our sins, how many times we blame somebody else for something we've done? Who let her make me do it? She tempted me. When God has put a standard in his word, when the enemy comes in, not if, but when the enemy comes, he's coming. One thing I've learned about Satan is that he's either in your house, just left your house, or on the way to your house. Hello, somebody. So somebody say, get ready. Because he comes. And just because he may have just left your house don't mean he's gone for good. Hello? So you better you better position some of y'all natural fighters anyway. Some of you been you was you was raised fighting, but you don't know who to fight. You got all this energy and all this effort, but you're fighting the wrong fight. Fight the good fight. Fight the fight that's gonna bring some salvation and some peace to your mind and to your heart. Fight the fight that's gonna help save and extend your family. Fight the fight that's going to make an impact not just on you, but on others around you. Yeah. It's, it's easy to knock somebody out. But can you pray for your enemy? Can you love on your enemy when you know they don't like you? When you know they're talking about you? We say all the time to be like Jesus, but, but you got to understand to be like Jesus is more than looking good in your Sunday best. To be like Jesus is more than singing the songs that make you feel good. To be like Jesus means to learn how to suffer and keep your mouth closed. Stop reminding God of what you've done. God knows what you've done because he sits high and he looks low. Hello, somebody. So, Lord, remember that time. I said, God said, I know, but if you keep asking me, you're going to get your reward right now. Some things are worth the wait. So when Jesus made it personal, he also made it public. Because he'll whisper to us, then he'll speak to us all. When he hung at Calvary's cross, it was all to see. And they were mocking him. You say you're the son of God, Release yourself. That's why while he was on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. See, when we're so blinded by Satan's craftiness that we're looking for God in all the wrong places. I don't want to cast no shade on no other preacher, but certain preachers, well, all preachers need to stick to preaching. Hello? If you preach the gospel and you live the gospel, God will take care of you. I don't need no hustle. Y'all won't talk this morning. And I, and I say, they're going to get mad at me anyway. I don't need to sell you no false bond. I will trust in the Lord. I will trust in the Lord. 
Remember the domino saying, all money ain't good money? Hello, I'd rather take me a peanut butter sandwich and go to bed with a smile on my face than to eat caviar and worry about the fish from knocking at my door. Peanut butter to go, please. On wheat bread. Thank you, somebody. Hold the jelly. I don't like jelly. I'm just saying. So if he was wounded for our transgressors and he was bruised for our iniquities, he was bruised for the secret sin. For the stuff you're doing when you think ain't nobody looking. For the stuff you're taking when you think ain't nobody looking. For the lies you're spreading when you think ain't nobody listening. He was bruised for my iniquity. See, we're good at letting the others see what we want them to see. But those iniquities are the things that you struggle with within yourself when you can't stand yourself and folks say, but you look like you got everything. You just don't know what I'm dealing with. He was bruised for those. Because God said, I searched all over, couldn't find one. And he said, prepare me a body and I'll go. And he did that just for me. That's what I asked him to He knew when I turned that bottle up, one day I was going to turn my head up toward heaven and say, Lord, forgive me. He knew when I was chasing skirts, he knew one day I was going to chase the Holy Ghost. So I've been redeemed. Don't look at me in shock. See, I've been redeemed. See, I, I can testify where I've come from. And I'm not telling you to tell it, try to get like me. See, you've got to be delivered. You've got to be redeemed to be able to stand on this and say this. And if you're struggling, that's okay. Somebody say, help's on the way. Help's on the way. Amen. Because that's what happens when you keep grinding for Jesus. Things do fall your way. And because we're grinding for Jesus, we understand that we've been redeemed. Listen, he said, the chastisement of our peace. He took our chastisement to bring peace unto us. Now, DJ, you know I love you, don't you? I ain't taking no whooping for you. Uh-oh. Jesus, keep me near the cross. He took it and suffered for us. But don't think for a minute he didn't have a struggle. For how many will be honest with me this morning by raising your hand? It's a struggle sometimes living for the Lord. Amen. It's all right. It's all right. Somebody say, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. It was a struggle for Jesus to live for God. Somebody say, Gethsemane. He prayed so hard to sweat fell off of him like blood. He said, Father, let this pass. That was a struggle. That was a struggle. And he went back to his friends, and, and they were so sleepy and, and, and tired and worn out, and he was disappointed that he could sit with them for just one hour. 
One hour, and I don't know about you, but sometimes when you walk in this walk, it seems so lonely that nobody ever wants to be interested in what you're interested in and trying to get closer to the Lord, but that's my desire. See, this is your season, and it's working for your good. And everybody is not going to receive what God has lined up just for you in your season. That's why you got to learn how to endure and say, yes, Lord. And when it keeps ringing in your soul, it becomes louder and louder. And they go, well, what's going on with you? Why is he singing? He's going through pure hell. But I gave it over to the Lord because I've been redeemed. And then when you walking around in your new redemption and your new found walking God, that's when the haters pop up. You know he ain't saved. I just got high with him last night. No, no, not nobody in here, though. Not nobody in here. Wait. <laughs> I just had a drink with him last night. Not nobody in here. The only drink y'all have is community. Wait. He just left my house. But go taste and see that the Lord is good. When he said, come as you are, he knew you was filthy. He knew we needed a good scrubbing. He knew he was going to get behind your ears and your navel and every other crevice that you can think of. He said, I'm going to clean them up right. But I just want them to come as they are. See, the devil has tricked us and said, when I get right, you will never get right. Because if you could get right on your own, there wouldn't have been no need for Jesus. Hello, somebody. I can remember telling my mother, I said, Mama, I want to marry this girl. That one right there. I said, but my money ain't right. Trying to get my money right. Then we're going to do it right. She chokes. She said, baby, your money ain't going to get right. <laughs> so the first say, still ain't. I told her she'd marry me for all three of my dollars. I was one up on that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you got to get your mind in order to get your heart right. Listen. Salvation starts in your mind. How many would admit that you can live a little bit better than what you've been doing? Amen. And how many have been thinking over their mind, I got to start doing better? Amen. That's, that's, that's the start right there. That's the start. That's your Calvary. That's your Calvary. And as you begin to talk to yourself, and then you begin to talk to the Lord. Feel the songs has made meaning. Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your trouble. He, they, 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 they were serious. You begin to talk with Jesus. Jesus then begins to filter into your heart. Then as he filters into your heart, see, say the heart turns into action. So, so then when it fills it to your heart, it comes out your mouth. 
Hello, somebody. That's why he said, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, then you shall be saved. Ain't no might being said. You shall be saved. Now, religion has said, okay, since you're saved, you need the Holy Ghost. Well, let me ask somebody this question. Can you separate God from Jesus? No. Can you separate Jesus from the Holy Ghost? No. And folks say, well, where does it say the Trinity in the Bible? It says, in the beginning, God said, let us. More than one. That's simple. Shall I say elementary, my dear Watson? Let us. Now watch, watch, watch. He said, and the Spirit of God hovered over the land. It hovered over the land. And because it hovered over the land, when he, when he created man, he said, boy, I did something with this fellow. He looked like us. He's upright. But we're going to put something in on this. The whole world will know that that's my name on him. Breathe into his nostrils. And he became a living soul. A living soul. And from that point, man was separated. The angels even got jealous. The angels questioned God and said, what is it about this man who keeps going against you, but yet you still smiling on him? But you know, I can hear God now, you ain't never been a parent. All right. All right. You invest in your child, and you invest in your child, and you invest in your child, and your child keeps doing dumb, dumb things. And in your heart, you say, that's it. I'm done. Pounding the lock. And then you hear that little knock on the door. All right, Lord. <laughs> and it softens you up. And when it softens you up, you, you, you go like, oh, shit. <laughs> you want to stay mad. You want to stay this You're around about when that food okay? Yeah, you okay? All right. Well, that's how God saw us. He said, I created them in my image. I gave them my spirit, and they still want to disobey me. Jesus said, send me. I'll go. And when he's sitting, he sent him the way everybody else came through. See, he could have just appeared, but he sent him through the canal of Mary. Why? So Jesus could feel everything that we felt so there wouldn't be no excuse. Somebody said, Jesus, get away with the excuses. All that's left is to do. You struggling because you choose to struggle. All right. Hello? All right. You going through because 
You choose to go through it. See, because you got to understand. Let me help somebody. There are two types of suffering. Self-induced right. okay. and God-ordained. The self-induced stuff, you know that you ain't done what you're supposed to do. You ain't been where you're supposed to be. But see, that, see, that's the hardest one to get through. But when it's God-ordained, because he said, I'll never put that on you that you couldn't bear. God put that on you, self-induced, you brought it to yourself. Hello? God trying to elevate you to the next level in your spiritual walk, so he got to allow some ordained suffering to come through your way so you would know it was of God. So when you do cross over to the other side, you would know it wasn't you. Hello? But when it's self-induced, see, that's why it don't pay to lie. Too much work in lying. You got to remember the lie. You got to keep up with the lie. You got to you got to write the lie down. And you believe the lie so hard you think it's true. But guess what? Jesus died for him too. And we'll categorize, well, at least I'm not this or at least I'm not that. God just be laughing at us. Poor children. They think they know. They think they know. Now he said, for his peace, he gave us peace. And look, and by, and with his stripes, with his stripes, we are healed. We are healed. Somebody say, in Jesus' name. Amen. I've been known for being somewhat rebellious when I pray. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for the school board trustee position. But before I got there, I was praying to Jesus. All right. Amen. Amen. And when I got there, I was still praying to Jesus. All right. And since I've been there, I've been praying to Jesus. All right. And when I leave there, I'll be praying to Jesus. All right. All right. Somebody wrote a letter to the folks from Wisconsin Talking about that board of trustee keep praying to Jesus. If I could, I, I'd start humming right about now. And they said, well, Mike, what you going to do? I mean, what you mean what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep praying to Jesus. And if y'all don't want me to pray to Jesus, don't ask me to pray. Don't ask me to pray, but then, then somebody asked me and said, would you pray for me? I don't like praying, and I can't pray like you pray. You you know, this is what you do. I said, well, you know who I'm praying to. <laughs> Hello? So I got cute on him, Peter. I said to the man who named, they say, I shall not call. I said, since I can't call him without calling for me. The man who walked on water, his name is Jesus. The man who raised Lazarus, his name is The son of Mary's name is The one who's coming back for us all is Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
when you understand whose report you're going to believe. You don't let nobody change the report, especially when you've been redeemed. Because when I was drunk out there in the world, when I passed out, they left me laying there. They want to pop firecrackers on you and, and do little stuff because they think it's funny. He tore up. <laughs> he tore up. But when I said, Jesus, keep the taste out of my mouth, I've been redeemed. Jesus, don't let me get to the point to where I can't fend for myself. He kept me redeemed. And so don't tell me who I can't pray to. And you want to make fun of me and me talking to Jesus? Well, you praying to that little old white Jesus in the sky. Evidently, you ain't read the word of God. You all know what the word of God has said according to the scriptures. When Jesus said, I have sent my angels to testify to you unto these things, that I am the root and the offspring of David, the Christ and morning star, Revelation 22, 16. And when you go back and you check out who Solomon is. Solomon was David's son through Bathsheba. Because David took Bathsheba when she was somebody else and took at redemption. Look at redemption. Look at redemption. Look at redemption. He took Uriah's woman. Got her pregnant. Tried to cover it up and asked for Uriah to come back. And because Uriah had so much loyalty to David and David didn't have the loyalty back, some of y'all are closer to your friend and your friend closer to you. And he said, he said, he said, well, y'all need to find a hot spot in the war and send him back to the war so he can be covered, so he can get killed, so I can cover these things up. And take that Sheba part of my hand. Send Uriah to the hottest war, he died. David think he's covered. Somebody say, but God. See, God about to send some redemption to make his way, but sometimes redemption hurts. There is a price to pay for redemption. Jesus made the ultimate price. And so the preacher came to David, David sitting at his throne. And the preacher gave him a parable. A parable ain't nothing but a little story, y'all. He said, David, this man had one sheep. And he loved his sheep. He took this sheep with him everywhere he went. He said, this other man had several sheep, David. And he had some friends come by, and they decided to have a feast. So he took this man's one sheep, slaughtered it. Out of the many he had. He said, David, what do you think should happen to that man? David, see, y'all quick to help somebody judge until judgment is on you. David said, it's a shame. He ought to be whipped. The preacher said, David, thou art the man. Somebody say, but God. Now here's that sheep. With child of David. Y'all don't hear me. See, I thought I got lost for a second. David talks to God. 
He says, David, something has to die. Church. 
and let's go home. Anybody ready to go home this morning? Praise the Lord. So if I've been redeemed, I know because Jesus made it personal. He also made it public. But watch this. Resurrection Sunday should not just be symbolic. It should be inspiration. I don't know about you, but it took me a while, and it's taken, I'm a lot better than where I, where I started from. But I have to learn how to let stuff go. I had to learn how to forgive folk when they didn't necessarily ask me for forgiveness. I had to learn how to see and don't see and hear and don't hear and have the ability to speak but yet keep my mouth closed. That's what Jesus did. When he spoke with Pilate, Pilate said, do you know who I am? He said, he didn't say nothing. He said, Pilate, you obviously don't know who I am. But if you get a little appointed position, you won't let everybody know. Do you know who I am? I'm such and such, such and such, a part of such and such, such. Respect my apartheid. But no, he didn't say a word. When you understand that redemption comes through Jesus and Jesus alone, Amen. Some of you have lives have been turned around and you complaining where you are. But God has truly redeemed you. God has allowed you to work on a job that you don't even qualify for right now. All right. All right. right now. Whether it was something in your past or something that you're dealing with right now, God has them have blinders on so you can continue to make a way out of no way. But yet we complain. It should be something inspirational. Who can I help other than myself today? If today was your last day on earth, if today was, and God said, I'm going to give you a chance to help anybody but your family, you probably wouldn't even know where to begin. See, the, 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 the sacrifice at Calvary wasn't just about Jesus, God, and the Holy Ghost. It was about my relationship back toward God. That's inspirational for me. I have to learn how to deal with folk when I know they're lying to me. All right, Jesus. And they think they're getting over. And, and, and the old St. Louis and me want to hit them right in the top of their head and say, who do you think I am? But God said, you got to handle them the way I handled you. I've been redeemed. I've been redeemed. And so you learn how to internalize. Sister Chris, I used to have some of the biggest arguments. You're just going to let them walk on. Oh, no, I'm not. I know what's going on. But Satan will try to get to me through her. Shut her up. Make her, make her mind. Y'all never devil talk like that. 
Brothers, let me help you, brothers. If you're a real man in your house, you don't even have to flex. You ain't, you ain't got to tell everybody, I'm the head of the house. If you remind, if you sending post-it notes and sticky notes all over the house, this is my house, that ain't your house. Oh, I know I'm talking right now. I know I'm talking. And every good woman, watch this. Let me. I'm about to make some of y'all mad right now, but I don't even care because it's Resurrection Sunday. And Jesus rose up to protect me just today. <laughs> A good woman got sense enough when to keep her mouth closed. Right, now, God will allow your husband to turn it down here because we really don't even like hearing all that. But but you best know when you didn't cross that line. I'm moving on. So I say move on, Pastor. Look, but yeah, I, look, look. I felt y'all's anointment leave you just <laughs> Look here, look at look at hush, hush woman. <laughs> Somebody say this serving God is a lifestyle, not religion. Amen. Serving God is a lifestyle. When I chose to serve God, it wasn't about me toting a Bible everywhere I went. Amen. It was about me to get that Bible in me so I can take the Lord with me everywhere I go. It became a lifestyle. The things I used to do, I don't do no more. And what? Let me help somebody. Just because you have a desire to do some of the things you need to do don't mean you're not saved. It means you just need some deliverance. Am I making sense this morning? See, folks, church folk will mess you up. You ain't saved because you're still doing that. Am I, am I here? The thief on the cross. The thief on the cross. He was still a thief. He had just been redeemed. He was promised to meet him in paradise that day. He had just been redeemed. Some of you have confessed that you want to be free of whatever it is that's blocking you from God. God received you. Have you received God? Have you received what God has laid out through Jesus Christ. We talk about Resurrection Sunday every Sunday because we know that they kept him up all night. And we know that they tormented him. They put a crown of thorns on his head. And they didn't gently put them on his head. They forced the thorns in his head. The blood came running down. They, they beat him and they mocked him made him carry his own crucifix up the hill to Calvary. And they pierced him in his side after they had nailed him to the cross. But the beauty of the resurrection is that that was just the beginning. That was just the beginning. They had an extra security because they had heard about the resurrection of Christ in the scriptures, but they didn't believe it. That's why they sent men to guard the tomb. 
But you can't stop God's motion. When God begins to move, he begins to move. You all heard him say this on more than one time that proved that he was returning, that he borrowed the tomb and folded the linen. Some of you ain't been past McDonald's. Let me help you. When you go out to eat, you wipe your little mouth. Hang on, there you go. Put the pinky up. You wipe your mouth, and if you have to excuse yourself, you fold your napkin. Indicator to the waiter that I'm not done. If I'm done, I ball it up and throw it on the plate. They come gather up everything. Jesus left the linen fold. I'm not finished yet. I got some folks to redeem. And because I got some folks to redeem, I got to come back for a church without spot or wrinkle. So while he's on his way back, what are you doing to receive the bridegroom? What are you doing to prepare yourself because victory is mine? If I hold my peace, And let the Lord fight my battle. Victory is mine. And because it's a lifestyle, I got to prepare myself for every day. This could be my last day. This could be my last time. This could be the last day. Whatever. I just don't know. That's why every chance you get, you tell that loved one what they mean to you. You tell them how much you care about them. And show them in your actions. Learn how to be a giver than a receiver all the time. The problem is you take, 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 so you don't know how to give, so you even don't want to give. But Jesus paid it all. And I don't know about you all this morning, but I'm glad he did. I'm glad he did. We are going to have our remembrance of him on this morning. But let me clear the air for the temple. I'm not concerned about what you brought in this morning. I'm concerned what you're taking home with you. I'm not concerned on how you feel about certain things. I'm concerned this your belief gets stirred up this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Communion is not because you're so righteous. Amen. Amen. Communion is because you acknowledge your redeemer. Hallelujah. Communion is a reminder that he's working on me. And if you desire work to be done, you are invited to commune with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because communion is personal. Yes. Yes. 
Listen. I want you that are listening by way of this broadcast or in this building this morning, I want you to close your eyes just for a moment. While your eyes are closed, I, I want you to think of one of the darkest states that you know where nobody but the Lord that could help you with it. And if you're still breathing and you still can 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 uh, understand that you, the error on your way, just say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And as you begin to understand that it was God's grace that brought you this far, you'll start joining me and saying thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.